I don't know what to make of things. Man, I don't know, bro. It's like, all right. So I've, I've, I've been doing this podcast, uh, Ouch My 30s, which has basically been like a uh, pity party for my just fuck-ups. And, you know, I think a lot of the problems, like in my 20s, I was this very, had all this hubris. I was this piss and vinegar, arrogant, uh, insecure, uh, confident, uh, but broken and deeply wounded individual. But, you know, by virtue of being younger, uh, you know, you just have the ability to just fucking live that, be that. And like it works for a really long time. Uh, and professionally, you know, you kind of just bluff your way and bravado your way into situations romantically. Uh, you know, you have a lot of options, not that you don't have options when you're older, but you just just easier to, to fuck around. I, I never considered myself to be a, a fuck boy. Uh, but I was certainly, I definitely wasted women's time. Um, not actively. I just was like, I don't know. I was just like, I don't know. And I still don't know. But now when you're a little bit older, women know. And they're like, well, um, you have fun figuring your shit out. I'm going to go marry Brandon, who has a 401k. Uh, and is boring and does nothing for me in bed. Uh, so all that said, I don't know. It's, um, it's just a weird time and I feel like we're not accurately, or I don't think we're honestly talking about that. You know, we went through this trauma of, of the pandemic for two, three years and now it's like, okay, kids back to normal. It's like <clears throat> when I was a kid, my mom's drunk ex-boyfriend showed up. Uh, to the apartment while my stepdad was there and they got into this like huge epic fight. My stepfather drew his service weapon. He was a corrections officer and like aimed it directly at my mom's drunk ex-boyfriend's head. And I remember looking up at him. I'm 11 years old. I'm like wrapped in my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle blankets and I look up at my stepfather holding a gun and I remember thinking to myself, he's wearing a fanny pack. It's true. He had on a fanny pack and purple jeans. Uh, and then he blew his head off. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, but then I had to go to school that next morning and it was just like, okay, so maybe this is more a reflection of my own, uh, traumas and issues, but that's kind of how it feels now culturally. Like we got no debriefing. We got no, we didn't, we don't, we haven't had time to process what the fuck just happened. And now you go out into the dating world and you know, the friendship world and everyone's just like, no one has any time for each other's bullshit. And there's something to be said about uh, you know, having boundaries and, and not letting people hurt or use you, but in our over, uh, in our, in our hypervigilance to protect ourselves, uh, you know, from this virus, not, not virus, it was an actual virus, but the idea that we could like avoid it, which like kind of was, and that was never really the case that is now translated into our personal lives. We're like, we're trying to mitigate risk at every moment where it's just like, are you looking for a long-term relationship? Okay, then no, no, fuck you. Uh, hey, you didn't call me back immediately, so you're not a good friend. Like, we're just become so hypervigilant, and it's not a realistic or healthy way to live, I feel. And for a very laid-back, ambivalent guy like myself, it's a nightmare. Because, like, I'm not actively trying to hurt anyone. But, like, yes, I have depression and anxiety. And, like, sometimes it's not easy to communicate that to people. And if you don't do that 100% perfect the first time, people are like, well, you know what? I hate this. Thank you. Then you're a bad friend. And you're, you know, it's like, come the fuck on. People need to remember that you have to practice patience and uh, 
humility. I don't know, man. It's like we people are just wiling right now. Fucking wiling. Like, take care of yourself. But, like, remember, no one is perfect and the world's not perfect. And you're, you're not supposed to never have risk and relationships are, are, are strange. And, you know, uh, someone may not be able to 100% tell you what they're looking for the first time you meet them. Like, maybe we need to have a drink or two for me to determine that. So, I don't know. Just a long way of me saying I'm single. <laughs> it works good. Uh, I got fired from my tech job. I was uh, legally, I guess I'm not, I can't say what company I was working for a software company, uh, for two years. I had one of those funny money when the Trump funny money ran out, I had to then go get a real job. So, you know, I was on LinkedIn and shit in my underwear. You, like, did any of you have like a job you were wildly unqualified for, but you only were able to get it because of the pandemic and like, you know, remote interviews and like working remotely, you know, I'm sitting there on LinkedIn, like, uh, aerospace analysis uh, engineer. I can build a spaceship. Where are you guys going to go? Mars? Fuck yeah, man. Like, and then I guess Google that shit. I'm like, how to build a spaceship. Yeah, okay. And then I had the job. Uh, uh, yeah, so it was, I mean, you know, I wasn't bad at my job, but I certainly didn't give a fuck. You know, these people are just like, are you coming to the, the, the team building seminar? Like they were going to fly me to uh, a tropical location and I'm trying to be very vague about this. This is, this is, this isn't violent in India. This is, I'm speaking vaguely uh, about a theoretical circumstance. Uh, but they're like, are you coming? I was like, I don't want to fucking meet you people. <laughs> I don't ever want to see you idiots. When I close my laptop, you, you die. It's like a video game. I'm like, fuck this. But there are people who like, love jobs and like corporations and shit and you know the type of work that i do i do enjoy but to a certain degree like what the fuck like i don't know so and then so anyway so i got fired a couple weeks ago and you know it, it's like this is so weird like hey do you have do you have a minute to chat i'm like yeah sure and then like i remember reading about this like if, if your manager has a meeting and then someone hops in real quick and it's HR. I'm like, ah, fuck. It was like goddamn Goodfellas where, you know, where they got Joe Pesci. He walks into the room. Oh, no. Blow your head out. Blow your brains out. But I was pretty, I was like, okay. But it's also weird. I'm like, they're like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to let you go. I'm like, but I need money. They're like, you can't have any more. I'm like, but what will I do? They're like, you got to go find more money. I'm like, from who? <laughs> oh, it's so wild. It's such a weird concept. Uh, but then I found out you get severance, which I did not know was a thing. And they gave me some good severance. And I was like, I'll take your firing. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know, man. So I mean, I, I know it's a weird time. I know a lot of people are getting laid off and shit. So I hope you're okay. Uh, I hope you're, hope you're thriving and surviving. I got a new job. It's great. Um, yeah, I make a lot of money. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it'll all come crashing down like everything else in my life. So anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like life's, life's strange. It's good. It's like, I don't know. I have moments of like remembering 
I just, I just look back and like, I just remember being a different person, you know, like psychologically, like the brain chemistry, like I don't, I am not that same person. And there are a lot of things that are good that have changed, but there are a lot of things where I'm like, what is different about me now? You know, did Lyme disease like, you know, melt my brain? Did COVID destroy me? Like, is it just mental health stuff? Uh, or is the world just different? You know, like I'm in LA and like, I'm walking around places and I'm like, this place just don't seem as vibrant as it used to, you know, like I'm, I'm walking around my old haunts, the old place I used to go. And like, there's just not the same vitality in the world around me. And like, do you feel that where you live is, are people just, it feels like people just feel shell-shocked, but again, no one's fucking talking about it. I feel like it's just like, nope, just go watch, uh, go watch new girl. And you know, and that's it, you know, and go to work. Everything's fine. Nothing's fucked here. I don't know. And I'm trying to like, you know, keep doing stand up and it's great. And like, I, it's, well, maybe it's sometimes it's hard. I, the set I did yesterday sucked dick. I ate a bag of dicks and it was not fun. But in general, stand up is the one thing that like makes me feel like a human being and I have not been doing enough of it. <clears throat> but something in me just is, is just like, go run to a mountain town and like just be leave be left the fuck alone like just i don't know why my my inner psyche is yelling at me like this hey motherfucker that's well, actually i do know why because i've allowed inner monologue i don't know i'm saying like i part of me wants to just give up give up and just like go be left alone somewhere go live in a beach town and like just write a novel and like just stop chasing this uh 25 year old goal 25 year old version of success that i still am holding on to which a lot which you know a lot of it is still valid like to be a touring comedian that's the one thing that'll make me happy uh to be a full-time touring comedian but damn it's hard <laughs> or the old way of doing it's hard and I, and I don't have to i can just keep doing this shit hope you guys like it and then uh book some shows on the road maybe Oh, everything's fine. I am incredibly lonely, though. All the girls, like every woman I ever like used to like fucks with, is just they've just moved on. Uh, and it makes sense, and I and I and I value it. I've always valued those. It's so weird. I feel like girls get to talk about like being like sexually like whatever. You know, I fucked him, and like, you know, but like as a guy, it's, it's just like. And then, how did you break her heart? So I didn't, I didn't do, I was trying. I just, we were never in a relationship. She never, whatever. Uh, oh God, I'm so depressed. This depression outfit I have on. Come on, get the, <laughs> that's whatever. It's good. I mean, today's a good day. I don't know. It's, it's Friday. Just got paid Friday night. It's an old, it's an old New Jack swing song. Go look it up. Uh, but you know, and tonight I'm gonna do a late night open mic, 10:30. Gonna talk about maybe some of the shit I talked about today here in this video podcast. And uh, yeah, you know, you can't. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read something real quick. I'm gonna read a quick chapter, a quick passage from my book, "How to Manage Your Girlfriend's White Guilt and Other Horrifying Tales of Rich White Liberals." This is from 
the arachnid toilet humper of Philadelphia. She jerks me off for a while and then says in a threateningly low voice, Do you want to fuck me? Do you want to fuck this pussy? I nod faintly and she turns around to position herself in front of me. Do you have a condom? I ask. I don't believe in condoms, she says defiantly, wagging her behind in front of my erect cock. Ah, well, I do, I tell her as I lay down. Good night. Her chihuahua barks and she lays down as well, talking to herself about nothing in particular. Eventually, she quiets, and we both drift off to sleep. For about twelve minutes. Get out! Her voice barks through the darkness. I hear her perfectly fine, but instead of responding, I produce a loud fake snore. I have no intention of getting out of a warm bed at 4.30 in the morning, getting dressed, and walking ten blocks to sleep in the back seat of my car in downtown Philadelphia. I don't want to be next to you! Get out! She shrieks, hitting me. My eyes open as I realize I stand a very good chance of becoming a headline on Jezebel. So, I comply. I sigh and roll out of bed without really responding to her screams. I robotically march towards my bundle of clothes on her coffee table and, attempting to scrounge together some pride, walk out of her sight into the foyer of her apartment. I lean back against the wall and slide down to the floor, pulling my pants on with my eyes still closed, thinking about the misery I allow women to cause me. As I'm tying my shoe, she stumbles around the corner naked and quietly says, No, you can say, in a soft, deceptively maternal tone. That's from my book, How to Manage Your Girlfriend's White Guilt and Other Horrifying Tales of Rich White Liberals. That's what I need to be doing. I need to be writing more, man. Shit. Because that's it. Because right there, man, that's Pulitzer shit right there, baby. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Uh... Well, this has been a delight. I need to do this more. I need to do this the fuck more. This this feels good. Um, okay. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing okay. Body's body body's doing pretty good. I, I I'm in LA and I go to this Persian sorceress who does myofascial release. She's beautiful. She's talented. Uh, like. Most so much of my pain is is emotionally related. Where like you know she like tilted my neck to the side and was like because I have a lot of I just have chronic neck stiffness and tension. And we, she was helping release some of this. And like I told her that I felt like emotional. Like I started crying because not because of the pain, but because of like just there's this connection between like my tension and like this sadness and pain. Uh, and I told her that, and I just, I like started tearing up. She's like. Why do you feel vulnerable? I was like, I gave her like a bullshit answer though. She's like, why do you feel vulnerable when I hold your neck like that? I was like, due to my martial arts training, it is a vulnerable. <laughs> like, I was like, the fuck are you talking about, Duval? It's because that girl whose name begins with an N sent you an email saying that it was over. After five years of kind of seeing each other. Well, hey, that's your 30s, right? You fucking, you, you, you blew it. Uh, anyhow. There's more world out there.
and I'm not done yet. Did you hear that? That like some bubbles sort of popping me a weird sound. All right, hey guys, have a good weekend.